I'm a director. <laughs> Places, everybody. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I'm the dude. I'm kind of a big deal. Houston, we have a problem. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> welcome back. This is, or actually, welcome to the Greg Russell Movie Show. Uh, it just seems like we just got, ended the last one, and now we're doing a brand new one. I'm so excited to see you again, Greg. I am so excited to Hi. see you too. Hello, Jody. We're drinking wine. We're still drinking wine. We are drinking. Some this is going to be a, this is going to be the fun. Uh, <laughs> Other part of the show, Drew's right. going to be going, You say some stuff. I've got to finish this now. There's five minutes left, and they're on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that won't happen, I promise. No, no. Hope not. Hope no. If I drank the whole bottle, yes. But oh, I'm yeah. only on my first glass. So. See, I started in radio in the 80s. This is how we all did the shows anyway. You did? Oh, yeah. Really? I was 10. You were 10? Yeah. What? Whatever it takes, man. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah, that's back during the day when you, yep, you could drink in the studio and smoke. And you did not smoke, though. Everybody smoked back then. That's horrible. Yeah, I know. It's all gone. Yeah. It's all done. <laughs> well, I think people didn't realize how bad it really was for your health, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? Because right. I kind of feel like when the information came out, people made decent choices. Most people don't smoke now. Well, and plus it was cool, man. That's right. Not cool Miles. I, mean, I don't think it's cool. My dad yeah. used to smoke but... Cool Miles. Oh, wow. That was the name of the smoke. Wow. Yep. What does he smoke now? Uh-uh. No. Yeah, one x-ray with a spot on your lung, and that'll make you quit real quick. He's healthy. He didn't have cancer, but yeah. some people get scared off of him, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But like you said, you know, back, and this was even before my time, but like, you know, that whole Mad Men era. Oh, man. That's why I told people that that show was so successful and why people liked it so much, because it showed a time that we don't live in anymore, can't get back to, and, you know, mm. don't want to get back to just right. because of... You know, just things and the way things were. But it was real. But it was real, and it yeah. was cool. A lot of sexism. Oh, yeah. A lot of bad behavior. <laughs> a lot of smoking. <laughs> oh, Greg's yeah. thinking, I miss those times. Nah. <laughs> I, I do remember when I first started at radio where the general manager of the station did have a bar in his office. Nice. And you would. You'd walk in, and you'd go, what do you want? Uh, Bacardi and Coke. Here you go. Want to smoke? Okay. And it's like, this is pretty cool. I'm you Donald probably Draper were Jr. funnier. I'm just going to say. <laughs> You know, it works a little bit when mm-hmm. you're in a an entertainment career. Oh, yeah. A little bit of this will loosen you up and make you feel more comfortable to kind of speak mm-hmm. the truth. That's right. And Hashtag those holiday truth. parties back in the day were just like what you saw. Oh, my gosh. You know. <laughs> I can imagine. And those TV shows. Right. I can imagine. <sighs> no. Nah. Nope. Can I tell you something funny that um, we did for Mother's Day? Sure. So Mother's Day was two days ago. And as the movie mom, but this will just kind of paint a picture of really, truly who I am. Mm-hmm. So my two sons, my husband and I, are all sitting in the living room, and everybody has their phone. And I said, here's what I want you guys to do. I want you all to go on YouTube and just find a little snippet of something hilarious from a movie that you know I'll love and will make me laugh. Okay. And they got so excited. Everybody's finding them. Okay, I got mine. I got mine. And one by one, we went around and played them. And we probably, and I picked one too. We went around like four different times, and I have not laughed that hard. So Aiden picked the Donnie, you're out of your element from the dude in uh, The Big Lebowski. (laughs) That has become the hit of your family this month, hasn't it? Right, right. Liam played the kindergarten cop compilation where, um, have you seen that movie? Not for a long time. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. He just, no, that's not the dog, it's a ferret. It's no bathroom. Right, it's not a tumor. He's like, I have a headache. The little boy's like, maybe it's a tumor. It's just (laughs) so funny and amazing. Eric went all the way back to UHF with Weird Al Yankovic. Oh man, that is what. And there was a wheel of one? fish and Conan the Librarian. Like, oh yeah, I just spent. We spent a whole hour doing this, and they were just making me laugh. It was awesome. And then I realized, like, I really am the movie mom. 
this you are. dumb stuff from See? movies is what makes me laugh the most. But you know it all. Yeah, the movie UHF started, like I said, Weird Al Yankovic. And it's like, what, <laughs> so 30 terrible. years ago? So okay. Bad. And he wins a UHF st- TV station. Uh, yeah. And Drew's going, okay. <laughs> that's what, like, Channel <laughs> what 20 and 50 yeah, were, like, you know, yeah, back in the uh-huh. old days. Gotcha. And, and this station was more so like Channel 20 at that time, just this really small thing. So he started just creating his own shows. And like you said, Wheel of Fish. Yep. And... Um, my, uh, they had underwater Michael basket Richards weaving. Was on too. Oh yeah, that's when he was Stanley Spadowski, yeah. and that's before he became Kramer on Seinfeld, and oh. it was his first big role. But you could tell he was hilarious because he's very physical, mm-hmm. and his favorite thing in the world was his mop, <laughs> and then the bad guy stole it. My mop! Like he yells for his mop. He was the janitor who also had his own show because mm-hmm. when you're small, that's what you have to do. Right. You got to do what needs to be done. <laughs> so you get down on that floor with a toothbrush and scrub it. That's right. Until it's clean. I think it's on cable now, but if not, I'll see if I can find the DVD. I'll bring it in for you. <laughs> sure. Just yeah. to check it out, because you'll yeah, be going, this is what they watched right, yeah. back then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I kind of have a little bit of exposure to that, though, because my dad used to make me and my brother watch, like, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, wow. Laura Ooh. Ingalls. Yeah. yeah. We were like this. That's wholesome stuff right there. It is, but it's so boring. What about Nellie? Was she so naughty? She was very Oh, she was, that was the blonde girl, right? She was With the, the naughty girls. girl of the, she was, the town. She was so mean. Did you have a crush on her? No. That's creepy, Drew. I didn't. Why did you like Why Nellie? Are you words in my mouth? What's up? <laughs> Dude, I saw that tattoo of Nellie on your arm. It was not that Nellie. <laughs> Sorry. Can't help you. You got to rewind and hear more often. Little how I read all the books before I watched the shows. Like I definitely was part of that Laura Ingalls mm-hmm. world. That's cool. That was cool. It makes you appreciate uh, how easy we have things in life compared to that. Yeah, now, right. I, now I can look back on it and kind of appreciate it. So thanks, Dad. Yeah. All right, Dad. So, you know what? That's what it's all about right there. That's right. And just when you mentioned that, again, just going back uh, the other week when I was in London for this movie, mm-hmm. and you're watching television over there. Now, of course, BBC has like 900 channels. So you got BBC everything. There are a couple of American channels that were showing Little House on the Prairie, Highway to Heaven, Columbo. And I'm going, (laughs) Lord, I'm in a time warp. That's awful. You know, get me. Can I get something from the 90s? Right. Maybe a Seinfeld episode. Oh, but my favorite, uh, whatever the the network is that they had in the hotel, honestly had like 600 stations. And there was one night I was just so bored and you can't fall asleep because your time is off. Mm -hmm. So it's two in the morning. So I'm flipping through each one. I got to a Belgian station and caught the Big Bang Theory. Oh, yes. Listening to that, you know, in Belgium. And it's right. Like, was it subtitled at least? No, but at least, thank God I knew oh, the episode. Oh, no. So you just watched it <laughs> yeah. anyway. That's a great show. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Yep. So they were just, yeah. and it's like, yeah, I know exactly what they're saying. There's a lot of cool pop culture that they incorporate. Oh, that's for sure. Even though they label them all as nerds. Yeah. I don't think they're nerds. Who are glasses? I don't know. Yeah. Nerdies. Like with those black rimmed weird glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Poindexter, we used to say that. Oh, yeah. Is that like a word you would use? Is that weird? <laughs> yep, Where did that come right. from? Was that from Buster Poindexter? No, Mr. Peabody and Poindexter. Really? Yeah. So there was a character. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember that show. Is it the dog? Yeah. He wore the glasses? Mm-hmm. Oh, see? Look at that. We're learning now. <laughs> Greg's schooling us because you're smart because you have glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I read books. <gasps> Speaking of which. Book club. Book club. What? For bringing it up, we've got more interviews like we had the other day. Oh. Uh, we got to talk to Craig T. Nelson. He's also in the movie. From Coach. That's right. Yes. He plays Mary Steenburgen's husband in this film. Mm-hmm. And they've got this kind of like really unique relationship going on where they've been married so long where kind of like the spark is, mm. you know, dwindled. But she wants to bring it back. 
Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So right now, let's check it out with Craig T. Nelson about what it's like to be married. And that's the thing I really enjoyed about this movie because, you know, it's always been like once you reach a certain age, it's like you're just supposed to sit on the front porch and just kind of watch yeah. <laughs> whatever and not have feelings or anything. But this movie goes to show that to an extent, no matter how old we get, we're all still almost like kids where you still want to examine new things, you don't really know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and you're just still trying to have fun. Yeah, you know, it goes through stages, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think with the guy, you know, that I played, he has found himself at the end of a, a working career uh, not having any idea of who he is or what he wants to do or what his relationship is all about. And then the thrill is gone. Mm-hmm. It's like... What can I, and yet at the same time, you're deeply in love. So how do you reconcile that? Right. And, uh, and that's kind of where he's at and where, mm-hmm. you know, she wants to press him a little bit. And uh, problem. He just, he wanted to fix his old motorcycle, but you could tell so that many wanted to get some sparks going back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, it just didn't, you know, and a, a lot of guys find themselves in that position of the libido is dropping. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really frightening. Yeah, you know, because that's driven a lot of guys, and it has has been part of the reason that they work so hard, right? Uh, too. So, and also just the identification of where you are as a man in general is this day and age is becoming more and more difficult. So, nope that that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know who else was in this movie? Who? Person whose birthday was the day after mine, oh. Candace Bergen. So her birthday is the ninth. Yes. Ah, All right. And she was together with Mary Steenburgen to also talk about this movie where, like we said, Mary is married to Craig T. Nelson Mm -hmm. in the in the film. And like I said, they're trying to get a spark. Now, in Candace's case, she's been divorced for 20 years and hasn't been on a date in 19. Oh, but that kind of turns around a little bit uh, for her in this film. We're going to find out more right now. Here we go. Candace Bergen and Mary Steenburgen from Book Club. You guys showed that to an extent, no matter how we get. We're still teenagers. Yeah, you know? very yeah. well put. Yeah, and still want to enjoy life. I mean, like you, married to Craig in the movie, whose name is Bruce. Yeah, uh, you know, you want that spark to get going, and he's listening too much to BB King. The thrill is gone. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you got to get him excited, <laughs> which yeah. you did do in the dress. Good. <laughs> and then your person, she had been divorced for quite a while, and then now yeah. she's got to try the new way of dating online. Can you imagine doing that? No, I can't. Yes. I cannot. I, I've been married for such a long time, not as long as Mary, but still mm-hmm. long. Yeah. And um, no, I can't. And I, I wouldn't even know how to swipe. I just would. It's all a mystery to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly you want to swipe right if, if you want to actually date, right? I guess. I think right. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think. It's got to be difficult. You know, now the person's trying to do that. But then also you ladies get together with your book club. And you're reading the book and drinking the wine, and it's kind of like, okay, you're all there to support each other. And they've been friends forever. And that's what women do. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that, that's this book is, I mean, the movie's about w- women and sexuality, right. and you're never too old. And, mm-hmm. and it's also about women and, and the, the importance of friendship with, between women that I think is a, really a, a cornerstone in women's mm-hmm. lives. And having somebody in your life that is not afraid to tell you the truth, you know, mm-hmm. because we've all got people that'll make nice, but these women cut to the chase with each other. And like I said, it, it, it's an enjoyable movie, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Book Club, yeah, get an opportunity, go check it out, you know, this weekend or the following weekend, you know, just as long as it's in the theaters. And uh, yes. it, it's a fun story. And again, 
it lets you see that you don't have to be under 35 to date right. or have, you know, feelings. Yeah, like that's that. what Candace Bergen was just saying. You know, they still have sexuality and mm-hmm. feelings and all that. And I think sometimes when you're younger, you don't have any concept right. of what life is like when you age or you mm-hmm. only have your grandparents as a reference. But um, mm-hmm. things are changing. You know, yeah. people are staying healthier a lot longer, a lot older. And I can't even get over Jane Fonda and how gorgeous she looks. Oh, that's right. Right? She's absolutely gorgeous. And, hey, I don't know about you, but I want to make sure that my romantic life is going all the way on until I'm 90 and 100, right? Wow. We'll That's still be doing the show then, too, wow. so you can talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> we'll still be here, and I'll be going, what did you say 40 years ago That's about... why you got to do yoga, Greg. Frankly, Keep it flexible. I thought you said yogurt. Uh, all right, you're listening to the Greg Russell Movie Show, and we will be back with more in just a moment. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, I'm ready for our show, and and you're ready for Mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, Slow motion rap video? Welcome back to the Greg Russell Movie Show. I'm Greg Russell along with the movie mom, Jody. Hey, Greg. Hello, Jody. This is awesome. It, it certainly is. How's your wine? It's good. Then I love it. Drew's sitting over there looking and going, God, they're acting like my parents. <laughs> <laughs> no. Drew? I'm insulted. It's, no. Sorry. Why would you no, say that no, about no. me? Sorry. Meet me in the parking lot after the show. You're going down. Oh, oh man. <laughs> sorry. Um, speaking of wine, Greg. Yeah. You fly constantly. Yes, like I do. Every weekend, you're either in L.A., New York, and sometimes you're in London, right? Oh, yeah. So you were just telling me what happened when you were flying to London recently with your wine. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was coming back, okay. and thank goodness. Um, 
I had ordered after the meal. I got a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and so it's sitting, you know, on the little tray in front of you. And like I said, you're just so messed up time wise yeah. that I fell asleep. You know, I mean, not because of the wine, just yeah. fell asleep. And when I woke up, I hit the glass and it landed in my lap, and it was a full glass. And oh. it was from a flight attendant who she really wanted to do me good, so she filled it up. Oh no! So it's like, was it red or white? It was red. Thank goodness I was wearing my wine color pants. <laughs> you know the ones that I like to wear. The wine so, color. Yes. Yep. So it was like, oh my goodness. That's horrible. It really was. Because it's not like you can just grab your pants out of your luggage and change. No, and I didn't want to reach up there and get it. And you know, like the, you hate to say it, but the bathrooms on the airplanes, you'd be claustrophobic. Yeah, you for know, sure. Because they're so small. Right. So, Do you remember that one movie, um, the guy got sucked out through the toilet and then he had a lawsuit? It was Soul Plane. That's what it was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Soul Plane. That was real. That was a true story. <laughs> so now I don't go to the bathroom on planes because I don't want to get my butt sucked out through that hole. You know? But he did end up owning the airline, which is how right, it became Kevin, Soul Plane. Was it Kevin Hart? It was It was an unknown <laughs> Kevin Hart who had Seriously, the lead in that movie. if you want to see the worst movie that will make you crack mm-hmm. up, Soul Plane. That's it. Well, my favorite part was, so you know, I remember how they had first class, but I think they called it something else. And then, you know, middle class. And then they had low class. <laughs> that was the one in the back yeah. where the meal was they had, it was a box of either Popeye's chicken or Kentucky fried oh, chicken. Gosh. And they're passing it up and down the aisle telling people, just one piece. A wing counts as one. That's so <laughs> Should ghetto. The wing be I two? love it. I think there may have been stripper poles up near the first class area. I think there was. Yep. For I sure. Why there wouldn't was. there be? An unknown Sofia Vergara. Also really? in that movie? She was? Yep. I love going back and watching movies and recognizing actors that then got big, right? And you didn't yeah. realize they were in that movie. It's like, oh, yeah. whoa, that happens to us constantly. Because I did the junket for that movie. And truthfully, I didn't even think about it until I saw Soul Plane Because I'm thinking the guy who had the lead, just out of your mind. You don't even remember yeah. who the heck it was. Yeah. And it was like, holy crap, Kevin Hart. That's what I'm saying. You know, I one of the number realize. one box office draws now. Wow. Speaking of which, I'm going to have to bring this yeah. in. We found this yesterday. We were getting rid of an old printer at home. So you know how you open it up just to make sure there's nothing in it. There's a picture of me and Dwayne The Rock Johnson <gasps> that happened to be sitting there for years Get when out. we both had hair. Really? I still have hair, but my hair was black in the picture, and so was his. What What year was that? 1912. Yes, that is no, old. No, probably... Maybe 2002, 2003. I got to I love The Rock. Mm-hmm. Love me some rock. <laughs> okay. So Moana. Yeah. Have you seen Moana? He plays Maui, who's mm-hmm. like a god. Okay. A demigod, actually. And he sings that song, and it's called You're Welcome. And in my house, we sing that to each other nonstop. Oh, yeah? Yes. We've all got it downloaded, and it's just one of my favorite songs of all time. It's the best. Because it's just applicable no matter what mm-hmm. happens. You're welcome. You know, he just, right. it's an awesome song. Oh, wow. He can do it all. He can sing. He can dance. He And I heard he mm. might run for president. Hey, why not? why not? And I, I'm not joking. I would vote for him. Because at this point, nothing surprises anyone anymore. Right, right. Vote for him? Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. And, you know, if the president is giving a speech and it's windy and his shirt just blows open a little, oops, sorry. You know, no one's going to care. And then it goes in slow motion. No one's offended. He's like, Come on. That's a specimen right there. He takes care of that. Yeah. I know he does always say his body's a temple. Drew, are you sweating? He's literally sweating. Do you know that he actually played in the NFL very briefly? Really? What team? 
Uh, I believe it was the Minnesota Vikings. Could have been. Like you said, really? it was really. <gasps> it was so quick. Though. I'm going to look I, back because a yeah, guy I, I went remember. to high school with, Chris Lewinsky, played on the Vikings for oh, a yeah? bit. So maybe they were mm-hmm. comrades. Could have been. Find some old footage. Yeah. He, he did play at University of Miami, though. Yep. Oh, That's really? Right. Next, next to Warren That's Sapp. awesome. Yeah. I did not know that. Look yep. at that. Just yep. more things to love about yeah. him. And because he didn't get in the NFL or didn't stay for very long, then he pursued his wrestling career. Mm-hmm. Right, which yeah. launched him. And yep. Some might frown on such a choice, but it worked out for him. It did work out yeah. for right? him. Right. In the entertainment industry, just they snatched look him at up. him now. Right. He Another liked- big box office draw oh he he is the number one those two together that's why they like making movies together right uh because they may you know crack on each other all the time like when you see them you know like the rock will be holding like baby kevin in his arms or something like that but they really do enjoy working with each other and i think it's also because they're both two of the hardest workers i mean a lot of the studios when i've done kevin hart movies for interviews the studio people love him and they say the main reason is because if they say, okay, we need you here by 8, he's there at 7. That's awesome. And he stays there during the day. He is all about business. Mm-hmm. you know. And when it's time for him to be funny on screen, boom, he's funny on screen. Yeah. When it's time for him to be you know, back down, normal, boom, that, that is him. He is not disruptive, doesn't show up late, doesn't bring 900 people with him. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with The Rock. you know, He's the same way. That's the reason why you've always heard about that uh, rivalry between him and Vin Diesel. It's because Vin always shows up late. And Dwayne just does not like to stand mm. for that type of stuff. Mm-mm. It's like, you're supposed to be here at 7? That means 6, 30, or something like that. Wow. So that's what that whole riff thing is about that yeah. you've heard about. Yeah. Plus, my kids actually think he's the Tooth Fairy. Oh, my so God. They've, I did that movie <laughs> they've too. waited up for him multiple times. You know. So did he's, Mom. He's too good. He, yeah, right. <laughs> Can't, but what are you doing in my room, Mom? Shut up. <laughs> Go to sleep. It'll be fine. Why are you taking your own teeth out, Mom? They're not dentures. <laughs> right. Liam, this one's wiggly. Just stay still. <laughs> Give me. Mm. I'll yank a kid's tooth out to see mm-hmm. that tooth fairy. I don't feel bad. <laughs> I did actually used to pull my own teeth out for money. You oh, can yeah? ask my parents. They weren't that wiggly, but I was like, I need a fiver. I'm going to do this. Oh, my gosh. A lot of blood, but it goes away fast. You're fine. $5 for a tooth? Yeah. My parents were big spenders back in the day. Oh, I know. So I knew... That would like last me a couple days, right? You could slice a pizza mm-hmm. right here. That was from that quarter era, you know. Yeah, the I think the most I got was like a silver half dollar with JFK oh, on it, which were super cool. <laughs> yeah, we got five. The Sacagawean dollar. Yeah, right. Our tooth fairy's done those for the children. Yeah, wow. sure. But uh, sure. yeah, I got I got my parents were very generous, and I didn't realize that I grew up in a pretty modest home, mm-hmm. blue collar, East Side. Yeah. But to me, we were just rich with love, and I had everything I always needed. And right, the Tooth Fairy was mm-hmm. generous, That's and we awesome. did eat a lot of seafood. We had crab legs often, and right, man. So you know, good job, mom and dad. She been hanging. I lived on these. She went over your house, right? You should have, because we know how to eat over there. <laughs> That's yeah, very spoiled with food, truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know how, of course, we just talked about the movie Book Club. Yes. There's a new British TV show called Mum, which is coming on. It's going to be part of Amazon. And it stars Leslie Manville, uh, accomplished actress, and she's this woman who is turning 60. Her husband had just died, and now she's got to reevaluate her life. Oh. And it kind of like goes along with the things we heard from the folks in Book Club mm-hmm. about how I'm 60, but I'm not dead. Right. Well, I had an opportunity to talk to Leslie Manville the other day, and here we go with that from Mum. Good morning, Leslie. How are you? Really well, thank you. Good, 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 good. And- Congratulations on season two of Mom. Thank you. 
very, very enjoyable show. And I have to say, of course, in season one, she had to deal with the uh, death of her husband and getting over that. Now here in season two, it's kind of like there's a possibility of a little romance for uh, Kathy. Yes. Yes, there, there is. I mean, I think uh, you started to see the seeds of that in, in, in season one, um, which spread over a year, and now season two also spreads over a year. Um, and you're seeing that um, both Kathy and Michael are beginning to acknowledge that there's something happening between them that they don't quite know how to <laughs> how to handle um, but but yeah it's uh, it, it's there nevertheless I mean we don't want to give it away because there's right. people haven't mm -hmm. started watching season two yet we don't right. want to um, we don't want to uh, have a spoiler alert happen to <laughs> go up but um, but well, yeah no, things are gotta beginning. watch the show which they'll enjoy just watch the show I mean listen you could watch you could watch the whole series in three hours. I mean, what could be better? And it is a, a definitely a bingeable show. Because like you said, you'll watch oh. one and then you... And you'll definitely watch all the rest. You will. I will. You have a thing for British women, do you not? I'm not really sure what you're talking you about. You love a British accent. Of course. Oh, keep talking you like that. You love it. You I... can't even resist in any way. It doesn't matter what mm. she even looks like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she just thinks it's lovely. And is it because it's so prim and proper? Is I think that why? so. It's and I think that's why most Americans always did like it, because it yeah. just sounds like, I mean, because they'd always go, Drew, should we beat each other up here? <laughs> or should we go outside to the parking lot? I'll allow you to go first. Right. They do speak more appropriately. Well, old chap, I say we have a cup of tea over it and privy <laughs> over it first. <laughs> a cup of I, tea. I like that whole idea. You know, the heck with the fighting. Don't know. Heck, we'll do heck with the fighting. Let's, that's right. Let's just have a pint. And, oh, uh, that's right, and you blokes. And back and enjoy. Just pint make of Guinness. That's right. Of course, one. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> one of those the other week. I forgot that a pint is an actual pint. Oh, that's large. I don't drink beer. Yeah, and it comes out, and you're right. It's like, boy, this is pretty thick. <laughs> yeah, but, like coffee. But it was good. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Mm -hmm. So... Awesome. So that that's a show, not a movie. Right. That was a TV show. Okay. And uh, like I said, it's going to be on Amazon. And it's, again, about a person in their 60s who is not ready to just sit on the front porch. That's right. And, you know, throw rocks into the ocean or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, still feels love, still feels compassion, and still feels like a teenager. I mean, you know, it was always that thing when we were all growing up thinking, oh, when I'm turned at least 40, mm -hmm. I'll have my stuff together. <laughs> You know, yes. everything will be perfect. Yes. I'll know exactly where I'm going. Everything will be great. I was great up until I got to be about 40. Then it all went straight to really? hell. Yeah. I guess in a way, though, it's good that when you're young, you have a lot of faith in yourself. Because you figure, I'm going to have that all worked out at that point. When I get older, I'm going to have all my mm -hmm. sh together. You know, it's right. all going to be worked out. And that's having faith. I don't think you realize you actually have to make those changes and implement them. It's not automatic. Right. Right? You don't automatically mature. It's a process, and it's painful. Yeah. You know, Liam was saying something the other day. Oh, when I'm older, I'll do that. And I said, you know, you got to work toward that. That's not just going to happen. Yeah. What do you mean? When I'm 40, <laughs> everything will be fine. I'll have a family, and everything will be beautiful in my home. And you got to make a lot of progress to get there, don't you? Oh, that's for sure. Hey. 
I'm a director. <laughs> What's happening? Wait, I don't know, but he's a director. Done? I know, we're done no. again. You're out of your element, Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> he tells him to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Another fun time here on the Greg Russell Movie Show. I'm Greg Russell with Movie Mom Jody, who has just Thank been you, fabulous Greg. as Thank always you for today. Me. Are you kidding? I love You're it. You're part of it. You know that. Drew, welcome to this side of the glass. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm not appreciate you. Have to Thank have you back you. on again Thank on this you. side. I'd love to. All right. Hey, until next time, folks, enjoy and most importantly, get out and see a movie. It'll probably be Deadpool, I'm quite sure. This June, Fat Mike's Punk and Drublick Festival takes over Legend Valley Campground in Thornville, Ohio for three days of kick-ass punk rock, food, beer, and camping. Lineup includes No Effects, Rancid, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, Pennywise, Money Money Boss Jones, and much, much more. In addition, there will be a craft beer tasting garden with over 200 craft beers, which includes local and national. Also, there will be stories from the road, including Fat Mike of No Effects, Keith Morris of Black Flag, and Jello Biafra. Tickets are on sale right now at punkandrublicfest.com. We'll see you there. low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version. Yeah. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live.